Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 111, The Triple Ones. Right across the porch, strike through it. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today to talk to you about too, too many video games. I'm, I realized today too much is going on. <laughs> um, um, I, I started Lost Kingdoms 2 because I plan to do a podcast on that in the future. Um, and then I also, and Lost Kingdom 2, there's, there's nothing really to say about it at this point. If you ever played Lost Kingdom 1, it's pretty much what it is. We'll, we'll get back to that at some point. I haven't played enough to really say anything about it. It's like a GameCube RPG kind of like battle, like real time card battler kind of thing is what it is. Um, but then I also ended up starting the Final Fantasy 15 multiplayer called Comrades. I only got like maybe 30 minutes in. Uh, but I made a character and, and kind of watched the opening cutscenes. Um, part of me is surprised that Final Fantasy XV Comrades kind of has the same production values as the main game in terms of the story and cutscenes. But in thinking of what those production values are, like a lot of them are just like preset animations of like characters standing around and like very awkwardly shuffling around, like because <laughs> they just have like this this like default idle stance that they're in, and so the the cutscene doesn't really take in consideration what's happening. So sometimes characters will just like motion awkwardly during some dialogue they're saying that doesn't really match how they're moving or something like that. So that's still true for the Final Fantasy 15 comrades. The the character creator in that is a bit weird because you actually like choose your ancestry and you like choose two different faces of your ancestors and it kind of like melds together a face and then you can kind of like move a slider back and forth between the 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 face uh blending and it's a it's a neat way to kind of give players more uh or like a, like an ease like i think the hardest thing i have with character creators is that when they give me a bunch of face options and it's like here's the face and there's like 30 options to move the nose and the jaw and stuff it's just overwhelming i don't really have the skill to to sit there and craft a unique face so i almost always go with the default face so it's kind of cool that they give you like a way to kind of easily customize your face between certain faces so you don't have to just settle with what's like the default face if you don't want to spend the time so if you spend a little extra time you can sit there and kind of like blend the faces back and forth um but otherwise the the hairstyle um limit of like i think it's like six hairstyles per gender and that that's a little limiting and so ultimately what almost always decides whether or not i go with a guy character or not is are the hairstyles good and if the hairstyles are completely bad across the board then i play a girl is usually what happens because the girls typically have better hairs there are slightly better in final fantasy 15 but uh but not anything amazing but i think you might be able to get like multiple avatars that might have the same stats as like your core character so i don't think it to stay like with one character so i could make a guy character and still keep all my progression i believe but i'm still i'm still working on that i, I only spent like 30 or 45 minutes on it um, I'm still playing Uncharted 3 multiplayer. That's 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 good fun at this point. Uh, we kind of done most of the content at this point, so it's just kind of. I think the person I'm playing with wants to like max out their their level or something, so I'm just basically on along for the ride for that. But we're playing it on the hardest difficulty for the the missions, so it's actually kind of interesting to to kind of plan stuff out because basically how uncharted 3 multiplayer works is um there's like different phases where are the uh, sorry the the wave based version there's like there's also like co-op missions that are like more 
more like the traditional Uncharted story missions, I assume. I haven't played original Uncharted or single-player Uncharted before. Um, but in the wave-based ones, they basically put you in a ma- an arena and they just give you some objectives per wave. So the ones are like, hey, transport this this idol between like one side of the map to the other. The other one's like, survive. The other one is, you know, fight enemies from a specific location. And I think, is there one more? I think it might just be those three um, and then it basically just switches between those threes per wave for 10 waves. And then, you know, as the waves go on, harder and harder enemies come and, and the waves get more intense. So we're playing on the crushing difficulty, um, which actually was is easier than I'd expected to be, actually. But um, it's also quite hard. So so it's not uncommon that we, we die and, and mess up a mission. But we're not really setting a goal of beating every mission on on crushing is just kind of the, the fastest way to level and i'm having a good time with it right now i i think i'm definitely uh on the back half of the time i want to spend with it but um you know for the most part i, I i'm pretty much just unlocking new skills at this point and and trying to get through that leveling path get all my guns upgraded and things like that i don't really notice the gun upgrades very much in uncharted 3 but yeah, I don't know how the server stuff works for that. I assume the PlayStation 4 version of Uncharted 2 and 3 will still be able to play online. I don't know for sure if that's the case. But uh, basically, Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3 are, are going offline on uh, PS3. So they the uh, my friend that I'm playing with wants to basically wrap that last bit of content up before, before those servers go offline. Um, other very quick hit stuff. I played like an hour of Love Plus. Uh, I started to date Nene. Um, Nene, I think that would be right how you'd say in Japanese. Nene? Nene? I don't know. Um, which is kind of like the motherly type character or like big sister type. I think it's just how she, how she, I think she self-describes her, herself as big sister at some point. Um, so she, she's fine. She's, she's charming. I think I, I, I prefer Manaka, who's just kind of the, a weird character i'm like it's it's a weird thing because like i i think when you say like a weird character in a in a like a japanese style dating sim or anime or something like that you have like this very particular picture in your mind of a character being weird like maybe very self-aware of their weirdness or or not quite like like they have a quirk to them more than anything um, where with Manaka, I, I don't remember if I talked about this last week already, but, but with Manaka in Love Plus, she's more of just has weird interests and she's a fairly normal, shy character, but there's just like weird little things about her that aren't really apparent until you start getting in the conversations where you're walking home and having conversations with her. Um, that, that's when Manaka's kind of weirdness kind of show up, shows up. So maybe, maybe Nene has some kind of like side, like, interesting aspect to her as well i just haven't gotten there yet nene does walk home with you fairly easily only the very first time i asked her to walk home um she she denied me but the second time she was just like oh yeah sure but at this point i think i might need to increase my relationship level or something because i think with manaka when i started walking home with her um we had like full dialogue conversation that happened but in nene's case it basically just says you enjoyed your time walking home with with nene and it's like huh that's interesting um, so I don't know, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, maybe, but we'll see. I, 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 I gotta figure it out. I, I'll probably just keep playing and, and, and see where it goes. I probably need to go ahead and get through the main story part. So basically, if you don't know, Love Plus is structured where there's a story section at the start where you kind of get to know the character. There's a lot of preset events that happen. Um, and then, um, and then after that you go into the dating phase where you just like date them 
over time. And you can do it in either real time or you can do it in like a speed up mode. I tried doing it in real time with Monaka and it didn't really work out, especially because she had like a six o'clock curfew or something like that. And I get home from work at like five. So it's like I had very brief periods of time that I could like even attempt to hang out with her. Um, so I, I might just go ahead and do the, the fast forward mode. But um, if not, then it'd be good to go ahead and get through that story part so I can just start doing the real time dating stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to date multiple girls at once or just stick with Nene for now and then come back to, I forget the other girl's name, I think it's Rinko or something like that. Uh, that's the last girl. She's kind of like the Sundiri type or whatever. I don't really have a lot of interest in her, but maybe maybe I'll end up liking her. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, and then I also played some God Eater 2 this weekend, which was not really anything new there. Um, I probably will do a God Eater 2 quick play sometime in the near future because I feel like content-wise, uh, the only thing I'm really getting out of God Eater at this point is new story stuff. So so I think from a gameplay perspective, I can go ahead and sit down and, and, and walk through God Eater 2 for a little bit and uh, and then put out a some sort of form of content around it because I don't think I ever did anything around God Eater 1. So God Eater 2 will be, will be um, covering that. It's a shame though because I feel like God Eater 1, like so specifically God Eater Resurrection, which is like the third remake of God Eater 1 at least, I don't know if what was added in which version, but in the final version, there's some interesting mechanics of like status management and things like that. Um, God Eater 2 has a little bit of that, but not a lot of it. So I think overall God Eater 2 is not as interesting of a game, uh, mainly because there's just not as much going on. It, it, it really is just kind of like eat a boss, get your boost, and then just wail away, whack away, basically. There is like some thought process behind how you level up certain skills, so you want to use certain skills over others, but honestly, at this point, I pretty much just ignore those because they level so slowly anyways. I'm just like, eventually, if I keep hitting the enemy, th the stuff will level either way. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with God Eater 2. Um, I did change my clothes again, though, so I'm always happy. I tried to like, I try to like halfway between a session change my clothes so I start the session uh, my I start in a session with new clothes or with my previous clothes and then I end a session with new clothes so I kind of get like some overlap between the two sessions it's a silly thing it is, I shouldn't care that much about clothes uh but I think it's part like because God Eater is so repetitive and there's so much repeat content I think anything is like very exciting for change so it's like oh new clothes I'm so excited <laughs> even if it's like I didn't get new clothes I just made a new outfit kind of thing so so yeah it's been i've been kind of all over the place um <laughs> and then you know we're streaming Mega Man x3 as well so so it's it's been a lot of games one of these if not multiple of these will probably have to drop off at some point or i really need to focus and try to wrap up one of them i think uncharted 3 will probably be wrapped up fairly soon but i do know um the friend i'm playing with wants to also do uncharted 2 stuff so i ordered uncharted 2 so that should be coming on monday or something like that i had bought it before but um i actually bought it from amazon new and it came in like one of the little em envelope sliders like it, like it was backed in with a ps3 it's like a, a free bundled game and the 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 envelope was ripped open already so it was just like well this definitely isn't new <laughs> um so and i was like also i don't want this little envelope case so i i, I bought what i think is an actual case um it i really should probably be buying from ebay more often if i care about used case quality lost kingdoms 2 i bought on or on uh, amazon used and the front of the the uh cover is water damaged so so that's a problem with that, but I didn't really know until I got it because I ordered it through Amazon. You don't really get pictures through Amazon. So, 
So yeah. Whew, that's a lot of video game talking. Let's talk about more video games, the video games that aren't out yet. Uh, some video game news stuff. They showed off some more Onichambara oh, Origins footage. Um, so basically, they're remaking the original Onichambara uh, Bikini Zombie Slayers. I think it's, I forget what the, the European name was, because actually, the PS2 version of Onichambara, the original one, actually did come out in Europe, but I can't remember under what name. Um but Bikini Zombie Slayers, um, or Onichimaru Bikini Zombie Slayers, uh, it actually looks pretty nice. It has, like, a, a nice cel-shaded look to it. The environments look very simple, but it's a D3 game. Honestly, it's one of those things where you look at it and say, oh, well, it used to be a PS2 game, but, but if you look at, uh, uh, Schoolgirl Zombie Hunters, um, which was not a PS2 game originally. It was just, hey, we made this this Onichambara spinoff where you have guns, and it's not very Onichambara-like at all. Um, that game also looks like a bad PS2 game. So I think it's just that D3 flavor <laughs> is what it is. Um, it is going to be interesting, though, because um, they, they originally revealed this game, and I don't think they showed a lot of it, um, but now there's the the Sony guidelines on the censorship stuff, and D3 had a had a uh, interview a while back ago where they basically just said they they pre censor their stuff now. So basically, they look at Sony's guidelines and they don't even try to like push up against it. They just pre censor it before they even send it to Sony. Um, so be curious to see. I'm gonna guess. I mean, because we don't have any really context of what this game had before those guidelines, if it had you know anything before those guidelines before that stuff was determined. Um, you know, in comparison to the previous Onichambara games, uh, you know, how less risque it might be. Because, I mean, those games get pretty, pretty, like, skimpy on the outfits. Like, I, I'm pretty sure some of the PS3 and even maybe the early PS4 ones have, like, basically a banana that goes over the crotch that covers the butt. The butt and the uh, the vajayjay, I guess. I, don't, I was trying to think of a better way to say that, but but no, we're already here. Um, and then you had two strawberries with like whipped cream on the nipples. I think uh, basically what it was. Uh, I'm gonna guess that outfit won't be in there anymore. <laughs> but but uh, I guess that's the only thing I'm really aware of because I haven't played these games before. I don't really know what to expect. There's only a PS4 version as well, so so there's not like a PC version we compare to, and there's not like a Switch version like with Omega Labyrinth where like one is getting the censored content and the other one's not getting censored content. So I'll be curious to see um see what that ends up being. Either way, I I if the gameplay is all there and everything, I I will probably pick up Origins, I think. I think that will probably be my my starting point on that series because after playing Zombie or uh, uh, Schoolgirl Zombies Hunters, I've become a lot more interested in the franchise. That or maybe I'll import like the PAL version of the original game like a dummy. <laughs> um uh, I do have a PAL PS2, so I could definitely go down that route if I really wanted to. Um, uh, in kind of relation to this, I did see people kind of like championing Nintendo being like, oh, they're, they're not going to censor third party games and stuff. And, you know, I think it's great. Nintendo's taking that stance right now. Um, I don't really have the confidence that they will continue to, to do that. Um, you know, I think it was like 2012 or, or maybe a little bit before that, but they actually blocked like Binding of Isaac from coming out on the 3DS because they viewed it as like too controversial from a religious standpoint, even though it was kind of on everything else already. Um, so, so I mean, not too long ago, Nintendo definitely has had played a role in in limiting you know some content. And, you know, I'm glad that they've changed their stance. You know, they've also changed their stance on region locking and things like that. But I totally wouldn't be surprised if five years from now we're back on the other side of that fence. Uh, you know, the, the biggest hope is that, uh, you know, 
if they, if Nintendo ends up back up on the, on the side of like, oh, we're going to we're going to make you or ask you to censor stuff again. The hope is that Sony wouldn't be in that position anymore or or maybe the PC market would be capable at that point. I know this is something I say every time, but like really, I think the PC market, if if people could like if there is a way to do physical around PC games, I think I think that market would probably be or the people who are affected by this probably wouldn't be as upset these days. I could be wrong about that, but the problem with the Switch is just that the, the, it just doesn't have the hardware to keep up with um, with other platforms. You know, you're you're asking, you're compromising at that point. They're like, well, I want the uncensored version, but it only runs at 30 frames or a 720p versus a full 1080. Blah 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 blah. So it's it's interesting to kind of see how everyone handling it. I have a friend who basically is just staying with the PS4 version of like Omega Labyrinth, even though it's censored, and just is like. Hoping that Sony will turn this around, but I gotta support this thing. <laughs> Cause unfortunately, if you like don't buy a game, usually the answer when people see that, you know, happening is, oh, you know, Americans don't want this versus, you know, oh, Americans didn't buy this because it got censored. Um, but it kind of, I think it varies per for game. I don't know. It it'll be interesting. Like like I would say maybe like you could compare the PS4 version and the Switch sales of, of Omega Labyrinth, but then they might just be like, Oh, Switch players want this, but PS4 players don't. It's it's really hard to communicate with your money. Like people always say, vote with your wallet, but what your wallet says isn't exactly <laughs> isn't exactly clear to the end person who gets it when they get the money. They're just like, Oh, they bought this or oh, they didn't buy this. And they don't I don't feel like they spend a lot of time thinking about the reasoning of why um, with that stuff. Also, I don't know if the, the number of people who, who care about that censorship stuff really, really matter in the sales numbers. But at the same time, you know, I feel like the people who are buying Omega Labyrinth probably care. Um, but I don't know. Um, in general, though, I just have a handful of other games here that, that have some, some updates. Metal Wolf Chaos XD is coming out in August. I don't know if I'll check that out. I'm a little on the fence. Um, I've never really played a mech game from from software before um i did play that uh deus ex machina um uh or daemon daemon ex machia machina the the switch game i didn't really like the feel of that game very much which is supposed to be kind of in the 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 style of the front mission i think is it front mission no not front mission i'm, I'm blanking on the name of the series armored core i think um it's supposed to be in the style of those kind of games and and I didn't really like the feel of it. So if if Metal Wolf Chaos feels like that, I don't know if I'll be that interested in it. But I might check it out either either way. We'll see. It, it's an interesting game. If you haven't heard of it before, basically you're the president of the United States piloting a mech and it became like the the ridiculous concept and, and voice acting and, you know, setting and stuff just made it kind of blow up at some point or maybe not blow up, but it, it definitely had a following because of the, the, the story and, 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 and setting of it. Um, Yokai watch four got announced for localization. I don't think they gave a date or time frame, but it's good to know that they're trying to bring that over. I will play Yokai watch three at some point, <laughs> uh, battle operation Two, uh, the Gundam game. It's, uh, like the six versus six, uh, Gundam game where you basically are these little, like you, you start off as like little peon soldiers rocking around and you're getting Gundams and then you can fight, but like the Gundams are very heavy and tank like, um, that's getting localized as well. It looks like, so I'm actually interested in checking that one out. I do have it downloaded on the PS4, but I never actually spent the time, uh, to, to figure out the, the Japanese menus and stuff to get through it. That and border break. I, I downloaded both of those from the Japanese PlayStation store, but I never actually 
spent any time with them, unfortunately. So maybe someday we'll see. I'll, Battle Operation 2, I'll definitely download and check out. But um, I don't know anybody who wants to play Battle Operation 2. So we'll see. I might be stuck playing by myself. Um, which I don't have a problem with that, but in in the in the time like the the time dedicated to a video game focus, as I was talking about the, the early part of the show where where I'm playing way too many video games, something that I don't have any commitments to is much likely going to be dropped off than uh, than something I have commitments to. So so you know, God Eater two probably not going to fall off that list. Uncharted probably not going to fall on that list. Lost Kingdom 2, I have that podcast I'm doing for that, so that's probably not going to fall on the list. Final Fantasy 15 multiplayer and Love Plus, eh, don't really have a don't really have a reason to absolutely need to play those right now, so they might fall off. Um, and they're finally localizing the Switch version of Lady Layton, which I'm surprised they've taken so long to do this. Um, the, I think they were out around the same time in Japan when the 3DS and the Switch or 3DS version of Lady Layton got. Actually, I don't even know the the american name for lady lady layton let me let me see what this is real quick let me pull this up i'm pretty sure it was under the name lady layton but maybe that's just a code name for it layton's mystery mystery journey katriella and the millionaire's conspiracy but it's the it's the layton game where he plays the lady i'm guessing somewhat blood related to professor layton or whatever so that's that's nice like i i'm all for 3ds games you know being displayed in a higher resolution there's actually quite a few 3ds games coming to switch which is which is actually nice i, I like that that's happening um 3ds is not a platform that i love but there are a lot of really good games on it and i'd like to spend more time playing games on 3ds and ds in general um so yeah and then there's also like two new games announced i almost talked about this last week but there's a uh, bandai namco online rpg called blue, called blue blue protocol that got announced um, I like the style of it, but it's very just kind of generic cell shaded anime look for the most part. Um, I need to see more of the gameplay. I, it just looks like kind of your typical MMO style of gameplay. So I don't really know a lot about it. I, all these games I'll link in the, in the notes. If you don't know what Blue Protocol is, you can look at it there. Um, it's got a nice look to it, but um, I'm not uh, I'm not super in love with it or anything. But, you know, I'm it's Japanese developer MMO action RPG kind of thing so so I'm interested in, in to that degree at the very least but any kind of live game I doubt I'll ever spend the time on unfortunately honestly part of the reason I am playing Final Fantasy 15 multiplayer is I'm pretty sure that whatever content's there is what's there and so I know I can complete that content and move on with my life <laughs> versus like trying to pick up PSO2 and try to catch up or Final Fantasy 14 I am continually tempted by final fantasy 14 though i i'm continually thinking about that um but that's always life is always filled with final fantasy 14 on my mind i guess uh, and then there's river city girls got fully revealed they did announce it a while back ago um i don't really have anything to say about it i do like the art style quite a bit actually not so specifically so i think the girls look fine in river city girls the the main focus um i don't really like how plain they look or like not how plain they look how simple they look like the, the the drawing of them is very simple in a way that I'm, I'm not super into um but you know from the game itself it looks looks like a fine one of those but i think the two guys uh kunio kun and the other dude i think their character art is real good it's probably the my favorite versions of them ever that i've ever seen 
Um, but there's so many versions of Kunio-kun and, and that gang of people. I had no idea that the girls were apparently already existing characters in that series. It was only when I was looking up character art from previous games to see if any of them kind of matched what the River City Girls character art looked like that I saw that they were on some like Super Nintendo box. I was like, oh, huh, interesting. Um, I should play. I should play that probably or play play a River City ransom style kunio kun game rather um at some point I, I played river city ransom two player briefly on the nintendo switch online oh that lag that was uh some rough slowdown like i i feel like i'm pretty resilient to slow down but that was rough um someday i'll play a kunio kun game which one i have no idea Whew. a lot of talking that's it for this week Castlevania 64 video is up on the website, so if you want to go ahead and check that out, that is out there. I did find out there's a lot of people who posted Castlevania 64 videos in the last year, so I might I need to sit down and go back and watch them and see if um what kind of conclusion they came to about the game, because I get the feeling that they probably aren't just riding the AVGN, AVGN train of, oh, this game is awful kind of thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but but I think the the, the videos I saw posted looked more positive just from the initial impression I got from like their descriptions and things like that. But I have not actually watched them yet. But uh, but my video is up there if you want to if you want to see that. Um, the script, I'll be honest with you, script is a little rough. I am glad I got it done. I said everything I wanted to say, but there's a lot of things in there that could have been better. But I just had to get it out the door at, at one point. Like it just, I had worked on it way too much. And even, even by the end there, I was like, I'm going to completely rip out the middle part of the script. And I was like, let's not do that. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Because that's going to mean this is going to be delayed for another month and it's going to be great. Um, and then there was a there was a Metroid Prime Federation Force quick play stream as well last week. This week I'm going to have the Bloodstained Ritual of the Night quick play stream going up on Wednesday. Uh, so that will be there. Um, and then also the uh, Mega Man X3 stream is still going on. So so I have the last two episodes of that posted up on the website. And then we're going to try... I think we're going to finish it on Thursday this week. So Mega Man X3... Uh, I think I think I'm, I'll probably talk about it next week and kind of give my final impressions on it, assuming the assuming I finish it on Thursday. But basically, at this point, I've collected all the power ups that I can in the Maverick stages. So so I'm in the back half of the game, which I think there's typically like four to five stages in the back half. So I think we'll be able to get through it. And because I'm fully powered up, I really don't anticipate too many problems getting to the end of the game. Um, and then after that, you know, I'm I'm still sitting on maybe doing Kid Dracula. For that, I think if, if especially if this, if we beat the game fairly quickly next week, I'll probably just jump directly into Kid Dracula and, and start playing that. Um, but I think the next full game, assuming Kid Dracula is not a very long game, I, I assume it's not. Uh, I think the next full game we'll do is Tales of the Tempest. I finally got the, um, excuse me, I finally got the uh, DS resolution thing figured out. So if you don't know, on the on the Nintendo DS uh, Virtual Console, on the Wii U. So on the Wii U, the Nintendo DS Virtual Console, um, they there's different display settings depending on what type of screen orientation you want to do, um, and so a lot of them are actually very handy. So the book mode one is great. Um, that one's very good. There's good ones for just having the top screen on the top on on the TV. I think you can't put the bottom screen on the on the TV, although. With what I'm doing, I might be able to find a way to do that if I just wanted to do just the top screen or the bottom screen on the on the TV. Um, but uh, the the main display option um, that uses both the screens at the same size uh, and 
on the Wii U gamepad displays the game normally um, and, and can be playable normally. I know that's kind of a weird, a weird wording for that. There's a reason I word it that way, but it's probably too frustrating or too complicated to get into at this point. Um, but basically, the main way you can play two screen games that have a focus on both the top and the bottom screen, like you need to use both and display both equally, um, it has it, it shrinks the screens down very small. And it also um, puts this DS graphic in the background that looks really bad. Uh, or rather, it's just a DS fat graphic and it's just unnecessary and it takes up a lot of space. And I think the reason why they did this is because due to the Wii U. Uh, but getting put out at um 720p instead of 1080p you can only you can't do a two times upscale on the or two times increase the size of the graphics so like i think the resolution on the ds is like 256 by 192 so you can't double that on both screens and then also keep the proper spacing between the two screens so there's a physical space between the two screens that exist and so they they put a gap between that um on there and so you can't keep that in a 720p signal without the second screen bleeding out the bottom of the screen. Um, so what I did was I basically did a 1.5 times magnification of these screens and and then put the proper screen spacing with that. Um, the problem with that is that when you do 1.5, you know, there, there's some issues with pixels and things like that. Like, I, I'm i honestly blind to it. It's something that, you know, people say, oh, you only want to do 240p games at 720p. Because if you do it at 1080p, it starts doing some stuff to the pixels. I don't really know about it. Hot, hot secret, all my videos are done at 1080p. And I capture everything at 1080p as well. So I'm definitely just doing that otherwise, even though I'm not supposed to. Well, that's fine. I don't think anyone has noticed. Nobody's yelled at me about it. Um, so I basically modified the configuration file of the DS virtual console and and resized everything to fit a much more proper size on the screen. So it's not this super tiny thing with this really ugly background. So I think that is set up and good. And I think as long as that is the case we can go ahead and play through Tales of the Tempest. Um, uh, that or Quest 64. I saved the worst RPGs for streams. I, I, I'm going to guess Tales of the Tempest is not that bad, but I'm going to guess it's not a good Tales game uh, in, in the context of that series. Who can say, though? We haven't played it yet. Um, so, yeah, I think that will be coming up as well. And finally, I know this is a lot of information. <laughs> um, Hunex Fighters 98, that video will be next. I don't think it'll be ready for the end of this month. Um, just I was thinking about what I want to do in terms of the supplemental material I want to provide with that game because I want to give you a resource, re the resources to play Unix Fighters 98. So like, you know, if you have First Kid Story, how to unlock it, um, you know, provide whatever information I can for that stuff. So if you want to play Unix Fighters 98, once you've watched that video, you can you can do that. But I have to compile that information and and present it, and um, so that's that's just gonna take some time for me to figure out how I want to do that. The script for the actual video is near finalized. Um, I need to take another look at it and see how it is. But uh, I'm gonna guess from now on, uh, videos might happen once every two months. It's just kind of the nature of how how it is right now. Um, I'm not quite sure what the next video after this will be. I'm still trying to figure that out. So, so I'm figuring it out, but we'll see. The Castlevania 64 stuff really threw things out of whack. And in some ways it helped me because, you know, it delayed the rest of the videos. But at the same time, 
Uh, it, it took so much, so much to get that video out. So I'm glad it's finally done. I'm glad we're finished up. Whew. Anyways, that's it. Thanks for coming. OneControllerReport.com is the website. And uh, I'll be streaming again on, on Thursday at 7 o'clock Pacific time. So if you want to check it out, please come on by. Otherwise, I hope you have a great week. Bye.